Welcome back to Pop Culture Pulpit. My name is Nick. And I'm Tyler. And we are here to talk to you about a couple different things. And today for our quick uh, quote, movie quote of the week, I want to sing you guys a little bit a little bit of a song. Bring down the lights. Yeah, bring them down bring low. Down the Let's I, set I, the mood. As Nicholas Quickless pulls up to his uh, Sanford and Sons piano. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know the tune. <laughs> this one is for my one and only true love, Princess Peach. Peach, you're so cool. And with my star, we're gonna rule. Uh. Peach, understand. I'm gonna love you till the very end. Oh, yes. Peaches, 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 peaches. I love you. Excellent. Okay, and check out the Super Mario movie for the rest of our new song by Jack Black, Peaches. It is, as Nick said literally before we hit record, it's a banger. It actually is. I actually really enjoy it. It's just so much fun and so kooky that I just enjoy it. It's, it's really short, but it's fun. It's Yeah, it's it's fruity. That's also, for sure. check out Spotify and Apple Music if you want to hear uh, the recording as well. Legit? Yeah. That's funny. I added it to my liked songs because I just really enjoyed it so much. Nice. He does a great job playing the piano. And so we'll, we'll get to the, por- the part about how the song came to be, too, because I saw a little bit of an interview with Jack Black. Oh. But oh. the first things first is everyone's favorite late night talk show. What is it? Nick at night. Oh, yeah. Nick, 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 Nick. Nick at night. Woo! Yeah, so this week on Nick at night, we're just going to be covering a couple of announcements. Uh, today, we had a new trailer for the, the Marvels, Marvels, which actually looks super fun. So I'm going to be honest with you. I liked it. I did, too. I was not expecting it, but I did. Yeah, I, I thought I thought Brie Larson looked human. Like, n- n- like she not... She doesn't look angry. She doesn't look like Endgame... Uh, Carol Danvers. She, or sorry, she doesn't look like Endgame Miss Marvel. She yeah. looks like uh, Captain Marvel Carol Danvers, like yeah. from that movie. She seems more n- normal and easier to palate, and I like that. She feels like an approachable person. Yes, and not like I'm gonna get punched in the face for for looking the wrong way. Exactly, and just the two moments where she gets zapped in Kamala's place, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden she's like. Ah! Not again! That's that was that was a good moment. Good moment. I so. think her her pitch is a little bit higher or not higher, lower than that. But okay, yeah, whatever. All right, <laughs> it was a good trailer. But yeah, no, it was a good it was a good trailer. I thought it did a great job of giving people if you didn't watch Miss um, Marvel, kind of mm-hmm. an idea of like this is the character you're dealing with. This is yep. kind of who is going to be interacting. Gave a quick rundown of like this is the problem they're encountering, mm-hmm. but it also gave a really cool shot where like you see them actually starting to figure out, like at some point in the movie, they figured out how to make this work. And you yeah. see a shot of Kamala using her power. And and if you didn't see the trailer, um, go watch it out, go check it out, pause right now and then come back. But it's only a minute um, and a half. It's only a minute and a half, yeah. But the whole thing is like, their powers are intertwined. And so every single time one of them tries to use their powers between Monica Rambeau, Kamala Khan, and uh, Carol Danvers, they switch places. Like wherever they are in the universe, as soon as the powers are used, Switch places. Which explains the Miss Marvel ending. Exactly. And and so, like, there's a point in the trailer where you see them all attacking this one person, and you see Kamala Khan go to hit the person and immediately disappear. Monica Rambo appears in the other spot after the person gets hit, and Kamala Khan 
like she goes to attack and then Kamala Khan appears on the other side and goes to attack from the other. It's a whole thing and you're like, oh, they're figuring out how to do it. Yeah. It's just, it looked cool. It looked nice. And you get the fun Kamala Khan sitting there saying, we're a team. And no, like, we're not. We're not no, a team. No, we're not. We're yeah. not a team. And it's just fun. But I, I will say I did hear a rumor that test screenings were really atrocious. So they have to rework oh. something. Of the I hadn't movie. heard that rumor, but okay. Yeah. Um, but another little part about the trailer that I really loved was the uh, cat alien thing mm-hmm. that when uh, Carol Danvers and Kamal Khan switch, mm-hmm. um, she sees the alien cat devour like just this room full of people and just screams at the cat. <laughs> like, ah! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just so, like that. It, yeah, just like that. But I will say fun. And it makes me want to go at least give Miss Marvel a chance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's valid. Um, definitely would recommend checking it out. Also, oh, and just the fact that Nick Fury seems to be in everything now. I like yeah. that again. He's back. Yeah, he's back, baby. But also, last weekend was Star Wars celebration in London. Woohoo! I was very sad that it was in London, but mm. it's fine. Yeah, it's not like hey, the Londoners brought it. They did. They did. They all showed up. It was awesome. It. We had a lot of really awesome announcements, and we'll be bringing some people on in the next few weeks to talk about, or in the next few months, to talk about Star Wars. That's right. And expand on anything Tyler and I talk about tonight, um, because Tyler and I are not the most knowledgeable people about Star Wars that we know. We know much more yeah. knowledgeable people. Yes. And so, one big announcement was that Return of the Jedi is coming back to theaters. Some would say it is returning to theaters. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it is returning to theaters for its 40th anniversary. And the hope is, is that we get to check it out. And Oh, a hundred percent. I'm yeah, driving to see that. I, I will it find it. And the hope is, is not only that we will get to check it out, but that we can possibly bring on a Star Wars fan who was actually able to watch the movie in theaters. Mm. So we've got a friend who who he's older than us and has actually had the ability to see the movies in theaters yep. and and the original trilogy in theaters. And we thought it'd be really cool to bring on a fan who was able to see them as they released originally. Yeah, which is honestly rare because yeah. I don't know of anybody who actually owns the VHS tapes of the theatrical release of Star Wars. There's so many special My editions. Uncle might, and stuff. But that's that's the only. They're rare. Yeah. I bet they're going to be worth something someday. But yeah. he saw it in yes. theaters. Yeah, no, this, when it came out, this guy did, and yep. and we're super excited to have him on the show. He's mm-hmm. excited to be on the show. Yes. He offered, and we were like, oh, that yeah. We'd love to. Exactly, yes. So. so super excited to have him on. Then we're going to have a friend of mine on who is amazing, and he is just so knowledgeable. I was telling Tyler earlier that this guy, uh, he he recorded a, a TikTok video with some friends because he had, he was talking about how he knew the entire um, ending battle on Mustafar in Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. and was was walking through this. They were like, okay, well, if you know it so well, like we'll put your back to the TV and you can describe it while it's happening. And they do that, and as soon as they start doing it, they they were somebody was like, "Oh, I'll record it too, because this will be cool." Yeah, and he's doing it perfectly, and like it, like there are moments where he's like, and then they clash, and he'll go, and they clash perfectly, and it's it's all happening in sync, and he's describing every single um, every single setting change, every single clash, every single force push, everything. Yeah, and they recorded it, they posted it, and then Snapchat decided. Hey, we'd like to buy it from you. Yeah, and they he dude made some money on on a video. It was it was dope. So we're gonna bring him on. He's awesome, sweet, huge nerd. So excited to have him on in the next couple months. To talk about all the Star Wars stuff happening because there's a lot that got announced. That's right. That's and right. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, 
I I I would say the most excited the most thing thing I'm most excited for um is that uh Kathleen Kelly was doing an interview. I'm not excited for Kathleen Kelly. Kelly. Or Kennedy. Kennedy. There we go. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't even know her name. I don't like That's her that much. Uh, I called her the wrong name on purpose. Uh, <laughs> but she said that uh, Ewan McGregor came up to her and said, I want a season two of the Obi-Wan series. Wow. And literally the only thing that could happen is Obi-Wan is training with Qui-Gon and literally every person that exists wants to see that. Yeah. And even Liam Neeson, I saw the little clip of an interview from Liam Neeson. He said that... The pitch was Ewan's doing this series and he's reaching out to Qui-Gon the whole series. And it's not until the very end after all of this has happened that you show up. And Liam said, I, I was in in an instant. Mm -hmm. It was such a captivating thing. I want to see season two of yeah. Obi-Wan because it's the only Star Wars media I've actually seen since Last Jedi mm. as it came out. And I was I was pleasantly surprised with how they did the Obi-Wan. Yeah. Though I have some opinions about it. I'm but super excited to see his wife uh, join Star Wars because she's joining as uh, Hera from Rebels. Oh. Ewan's wife is, um, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of her name. Yeah, well, Re with Rebels, uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but I actually didn't mention this. The reason I boycotted Rebels was okay. because they took Clone Wars off the air in favor of Rebels at the time. Yes, uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. That's that's who it Got is. Got it. Okay, um, she's awesome. But yeah, well, and and, that, and I think the th the problem though is is that that gets mixed up often because the problem was was that Cartoon Network was being super sketchy with release times, mm. and they kept screwing over Lucasfilm and LucasArt, and then Disney went through the buying of of yeah. Lucasfilm and LucasArt, and and in doing so, it just it was it just didn't work out. Yeah, it needed to pull it off of Cartoon Network. And and but I mean and that was the thing was Netflix picked it up for like uh I think it was technically the end of season six. Netflix picked it up to finish the last few episodes. Yeah, and but that was that was the problem for me is at the time what it looked like was yeah. we were taking away this glory the glorious thing that was still coming out mm -hmm. from the original Lucasfilm in favor of it just it didn't look good enough. For me to invest in it. And I all. think that's what a lot of people had with their problem with Rebels was the animation. Yes. And that was my problem with Rebels. And then I don't remember what made me bite the bullet. Yeah. I really don't remember. I think it might have been seeing Ezra's lightsaber, because his his first lightsaber yeah. is super dope. Um has a blaster in it. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, yeah. No, that that is one of the coolest things. If you haven't seen Rebels, check it out. One of the coolest things is that Ezra, the the main character of Rebels, has he builds his first lightsaber and they're like He's been building that thing for days and he's like sitting in the back of the like in his in this little room and he's been getting stuff from people um on the crew of of the ghost which is their ship. Yeah. And and they're like, "Yeah, he borrowed this thing from me and he borrowed this thing from me and I think he borrowed this thing from me." And he comes out and they're like, "Okay, so so what did you make?" So he pulls it out and he ignites it and you're like, "Okay." And he goes and then he shuts it off and he starts he shoots with it. But it's not like the blade of a lightsaber is being shot out. It's like a regular blaster. Yeah, it's like a regular blaster. Good, okay. But connected to the yeah. lightsaber, and so and they're like, you know what? That work. That makes sense for you. You're a you. You're a unique. Dude, kid. that like, sounds straight out of Final Fantasy. That's like the gun uh, blade from Final Fantasy. I didn't That's know that hilarious. was a thing, but yeah, yeah. Leon in Final Fantasy has something called the gun blade. It's legit, just a blade, 
that can shoot like magical fireballs. Yeah, like fireball. But it looks like it looks like a revolve. The middle of the blade is uh -huh. a is a revolver. I'll pull up a picture. Okay. Actually, yeah, it might be good if you just yeah, actually I'll, I'll just pull it up. Here it is. This one it looks like legit. It's just it's just a sword oh, yeah. with a revolver. That's but funny. that's the gun blade. See, his is his is like it's connected. So his his is what's his name? Ezra Ezra, Ezra Bridger. So his is like there's the lightsaber that goes up and then the blaster goes out. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I've seen this plenty of times. Super, I guess I, I just didn't know it was yeah. a blaster as well. Oh, yeah. And it's super dope. I love his lightsaber design. Kanan's is also his master. Kanan is yeah. amazing. Bro, the nerf, the nerf mm -hmm. little bit thing yeah. there. <laughs> but it's funny. so cool. And yeah. that was one of my favorite things is I think I saw that and I was like, what the heck is this? And then I saw some spoilers. And once they got to season two and I was like, I got to check this thing out. Like, yeah. what what the heck is going on with this show? Because and everybody, ended up liking and it. And I ended up loving it. Because the thing is, is, the show, season one, it's a bit slow, a bit kiddish. But I showed you a clip before, Tyler, mm -hmm. of that first episode. And you get a really awesome reveal of Kanan being a Jedi. And you get that, those feelings of like, this is going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the f Darth Maul. If you just throw Darth Maul in anything, it becomes ten times better. That's true. I Sam mean, Witwer is Darth Maul. Yeah. Same way where's Darth Maul. Oh. I, I can see you with my mind's eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So enough about Star Wars for so now. Yeah, we've Let's, got Star yeah. Wars stuff coming out. Um last Friday, uh NF dropped a new album. You know, for a minute we're gonna be a, a musical pod a music <laughs> podcast. Uh I didn't even know this. Dude, it was I really enjoyed it. He's making a whole new turn, kind of like Moving away from like a lot of his his anxiety and depression and 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 and, and Good, more so towards like a yeah oh yeah and 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 he's moving towards uh, a very hope like this album's called Hope oh cool and it's he has some awesome music on it talking I'll take a look at it. a lot of stuff yeah. so would Sweet. definitely recommend that and then I'm trying to think of anything else that came out I this mean week there was or, a lot of trailers that came out we had a lot of trailers I think like we talked two about weeks ago a couple right? of those last yeah week, we did okay um and you know uh still gotta go see Air. Go check out Air. Oh, I've heard gosh. it's doing phenomenal. Mario has officially broken the record for animated That's film right. uh, box office. Frozen 2. Uh, yeah. And, you know, we've Which got a crazy, lot of stuff happening. Which is crazy because it's so new. Oh, yeah. It's, it's wild. incredible. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that came out that we have seen or noticed. I, I don't or, think. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, Ted Lasso Ted Lasso's still going strong. I yeah. mean, we got Zava. In, Zava. in the ranks of the rich AFC Richmond faithful. We've got Jamie who's doing doing some workouts at 5 a.m. <laughs> with Roy Kent. Roy Kent. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw an interview and it was uh it was the actor, I can't think of his name Goldstein right now. Goldstein or whatever. Yeah, Goldstein. Goldberg. Um talking about how he was like he's like, Yeah, usually my normal life I I I dress like Roy Kent. Like that's just my style. Yeah. Like that's just I just dress like that. And I got invited to a Halloween party. And and I'm in London and it's not a big thing apparently over there. Halloween isn't. And so he's like, but I, I go to the, I get invited to this Halloween party. So I go to this <sighs> bar and I walk in and there are ten other people there dressed like Roy Kent. <laughs> and he's like, oh. and, he, and they're all looking at each other and they all kind of do double takes. And I'm like, wait a second. They're like, hey, he's Roy Kent too. And they're like, wait, that is Roy Kent. <laughs> and, and then he goes, <sighs> and then oh. walks away. That's what I was going to talk about. Jeremy Renner. Have you heard about? I no, I don't know what you're about to say, but yeah. I saw he was on Kimmel and talking about, um, you know, the accident. He was on a 60 minute interview yeah. talking about. Did you see any of the? I, like, stuff I saw the dramatic 
animated recreation of oh, the I accident. Oh, I didn't see the recreation. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I so, just heard the details. So his snow cat or whatever it's mm -hmm. called, he was he couldn't see his nephew, so mm -hmm. he opened the door. He's got one foot in, one foot out, and the way the bear cat or whatever it's called uh, maneuvers in that much snow is it has metal slats mm -hmm. like this tall. Yep. So very easily, if you're going forward, your foot's getting caught in that. Yeah. So he got caught in it. He got ran over by mm -hmm. the thing. Yeah. And he still was trying to get in yep. to stop it. And yeah. Stuff. It was absolutely well, wild. And so my understanding was that like, was that he went, got out, didn't know he left it in gear. Yes. Right. And then he went up to his nephew, tried to get him out and then was like, oh shoot, I left it in gear. I need to go get it. And then, you know, being yeah. Hawkeye, having training and right. doing things that like, it's that I was talking to somebody and I was like, yeah, like I, I was understanding that he, like being Hawkeye, he tried to jump in and do it. And, and then he got caught and pulled under. Yep. And somebody was like, yeah, the one time he's like, he's like, I'm going to do this thing. That's because I'm a superhero. It's like, you're not a superhero right now. You're an ordinary person. But I, I heard about all of the like different metal that he has over in his head yeah. And, and and like he has a rubber band like kind of thing around his jaw to make his jaw work. And like he yeah. remembers open like seeing his eyeball out of his. Oh, my gosh. Was, I didn't see any of that. It, it but I did sounded see, insane. I did see him stop his 60 minutes interview because he couldn't he physically couldn't do anything with his mouth or his jaw because it hurts so bad because of what's in there and stuff. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, and that's thing. Oh, my gosh. He was talking about it on Jimmy Kimmel, and Paul Rudd was like, Paul Rudd sent him a uh, cameo, a cameo. Yeah. Did you see this? No, I didn't. Okay, so like, he he's like, yeah, Paul Rudd sent me, uh, you know, like the cameos that you can pay for, and it's a celebrity, and they'll send you a thing. And Paul Rudd's like, hey, buddy, hey, Jerry, I heard you, heard you got in a fight oh with a snowblower. Oh, what was it? A snowblower. He goes, I'm just so proud. You did such a good job, but and it's oh like he and he's doing like he trying he just, to cheer him up. Yeah, trying to cheer him up. But it, and and how right after was the the video? I don't know. Jeremy Renner doesn't say, but he was mm. just like it was really funny. Oh, and he's awesome. and Paul Rudd came in and and visited him a couple times while he was in it. But it was just like Jeremy Renner was like he's like I sent this he sent this video into Jimmy Kimmel, and so Jimmy Kimmel plays it, and it's so funny. It's just so entertaining. Well, Paul Paul Rudd, class act. We're glad Jeremy Renner's okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's all I got for Nick at Night. That's all for that's a long Nick at that's Night. That's a long Nick at Night, I know. I thought about it, I was like, we should probably close that out. Hey, but we did it and we're we're good. So yeah. So that is Nick at Night. Nick, 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 Nick. Nick at Night. All right, let's talk about the main attraction. It's a me, Mario. Or something. All right. So so the Super Mario Bros. movie. Not to be confused with the original Super Mario Have Bros. movie. Uh, just all the clips. Dude, the I've Koopas, seen it. The Koopas, man. I watched oh my it gosh. when I was like 12. Oh, it's probably was... scarred you for life. I don't know. Honestly. It's -a me! It's -a Mario! Okay, but did you see that the guy who played Luigi is yes. refusing to watch the Super Mario movie because he's like, I'm offended by this movie. Okay. It's a terrible impression but also i think that's so stupid mm -hmm. like i don't understand how people can be that prideful of a movie that's terrible and be like i don't even want to it's it was bad Dude probably could have had a cameo in this oh yeah if he'd been 
more like had more uh, for sure for sure. So the Super Mario Bros. movie is not well received by critics with a fifty seven percent on Rotten Tomato, but in this case, the critics got it very wrong Mm -hmm. because it has a whopping ninety six percent audience score out of over ten thousand verified reviews. Yeah, and I think the critics are very wrong. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. So let's talk about the very first thing that everybody literally talked about as soon as this movie had its cast announced, had its first trailer, everything like that. The Where's voice. Yoshi? Okay, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, that that's not what people asked? That's not what people asked oh, first. Oh, shoot, okay, The sorry, first thing ahead. was, hey, uh, can Chris Pratt, can he play the Mario? Can he do the voice, you know? Um, yeah, can uh, can Chris Pratt, can he, uh, can he hack it as Mario? Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, that was that was my impression of Chris Pratt doing Mario. I don't know what that made me think of, but like, <laughs> I just can't. It's the TikTok trend, honestly. That's like somebody impersonating somebody so terribly, but it's just a deep voice, like mm-hmm. Italian guy, yeah. like, "Hey, it's me, Harry Potter. I got my new wand and <laughs> a baba, a babbity boopy, a babbity boopy." So. So, okay, let's talk about this voice. Yeah. I thought they handled the controversy of the voice very well. Yeah. So, on the one hand, there's the Super Mario Bros. commercial of Chris Pratt and Charlie Day doing yeah. their impressions of the original Mario voice in a commercial. Yeah. Which everybody got to see before the movie came out. It was oh, great. I didn't see it before the movie came out. Yeah. There, the the commercial itself came out, and there's a, there's actually a Super wow. Mario Bros. plumbing website That's so that cool. has the trailer on it. Up. Yeah, do it. Um, and then as soon as that commercial plays in the movie, uh, we get this little little bit of dialogue from Luigi and Mario talking about, uh, was it controversial for us to sound like that? You know, all this stuff. And... Um, then the actual voice of Mario is standing behind them at the pinball machine. Oh, that's who that is. That's, okay. Yes. So that's that, what I assumed, but I wasn't sure. That's why that that cameo was made uh, in that spot because it was mm-hmm. basically the, and they were playing Jumpman. The 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 machine yes. behind him was Jumpman. Yeah, and the whole reason that little part was in there was for the original voice of Mario basically to say. My blessing is with mm. this portrayal, and I really, I really thought they handled it very well. Did you find the plumbing website? Uh, yes, that's really cool. <laughs> it is. It's about us. See, see, this is something just side profile. Mm-hmm. Movies and video games and media and things that that lean into the lore and just like mm-hmm. go full bore on things that are like, like, okay, it probably took somebody like a day, so much to, time to make that movie oh. to make that website. Really. Maybe, maybe it took him longer than I a day. I can call them twenty four seven for emergencies. Exactly, so I think it'll be more than a day. But I, I just meant how long it took to make this this fictitious website, right? So it, it took somebody or a team. I'm calling nine two nine five 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 or All right, five five let's, Mario. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Sorry, no, go no, no, ahead. no go keep ahead. talking. And but then I'll, I'll but just... basically, um, I love it when movies and stuff lean into this lore. Like my fa- one of my favorite video games of all time is Tom Clancy's The Division. And there is literally a book that was made uh, that was auxiliary to the game. And it was some girl took a survival guide of New York and basically wrote, rewrote the thing with her graphics over it. And the book that you get is that it's, it's phenomenally well done, but I love it when they lean into stuff. 
And I just wish that video games had better collector's Did you editions. ever That's um, something else. hear about the the phone number you can call when, uh, oh shoot, for Transformers? And it was like, you call... Optimus Prime or yeah, something? Yeah, it was Optimus Prime, but it was... Autobots Assemble. It was something along the lines of like, there was a... a um, billboard or something that had a that in a movie oh. was like oh call this number or something oh it was like call this number if you see a decepticon yeah. in the movie oh my gosh that's and people funny. were like huh I'm gonna call and then that. they called it and it was optimus prime that's hilarious it was really cool i, I love i love when stuff integrates phones into it too because i mean all right this is a little bit about me that i'm revealing way too much about i love gray's anatomy oh i thought you were gonna say something else. i know i love gray's anatomy um Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Grey's Anatomy. Don't watch it. When <laughs> don't don't watch it past a certain season. 15 years of your life you can't have back. Y- you will know when it's time to stop watching. It's when Dr. Sexy dies. It is exactly what I'm talking about, too. It's when oh. it's when Derek dies. So when Derek dies, uh he leaves this voicemail for Meredith. Uh-huh. And you can still call the number to hear his full voicemail to this day. I know. It's a tearjerker. And these are the days of our lives. All right. All right. Let's hear the... Okay. I'm going to call them real quick. And hope I don't call some random yeah, put person. It, put it on the mic. Put it on. Super Mario Brothers Plumbing. It's the mini Luigi. And if you need service, please uh, text us at the same number. You just call 92955-MARIO. That's 92955-2746. Message us about any issues wherever you live. House, condo. Mansion? And we'll be sure to text you back right away because the Super Mario Brothers plumbing, we don't say let's wait. We say let's go. <laughs> oh, and uh, check our website, smbplumbing.com. We're still working on it, so more updates to come. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. All right, so now... Now, why don't you do this? While we're talking still, why don't you type out a text? Because it said text, Yeah, yeah, right? I'll text it. Text yeah. it, text it. Hey, my mansion. <laughs> some, some, you, Something about a mansion? Yeah, you craft the text and I'll keep talking. My king's toilet in the mansion is broken. Can you fix it? <laughs> That's my bed. So, um, yeah. Oh, it's when, a New York number, too. Oh, that's great. That's dope. When it comes to the controversy about the voice, I thought they handled it very well. I thought Chris Pratt, he did a phenomenal job. Uh, even like characters like Toad. I literally could not tell that was Key. Yeah, or, not at yeah. all. Keenan Peel. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, Keegan Michael Key. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Keenan Peel. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was. De- it did definitely didn't sound like his voice unless you knew his voice. Well, and well, I saw an interview where he was like, they were like, so how'd you come up with the voice? And he's like, well, I went in and I said, hey, how's this? And he gave an example, and they're like, can you go higher? And he was like, oh yeah, I can go higher. And he goes, can you go higher? He goes. Oh my god. And he gosh. just kept going and he's like, I want you do you think you can uh you can hold you can control that? He goes, I'm gonna control it for as long as drinking a lot of tea. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I, I thought it was some kind of alteration post production to his voice. He but did no. it on live on Jimmy Kimmel wow. and it was so funny that's to watch. Incredible. All right, what what did what did SMB plumbing let us know? Thanks for your interest in Super Mario's pl- Super Mario Bros. Plumbing. We're a family-owned and operated business providing white glove plumbing services to Brooklyn and Queens. Please click the link to sign up to get exclusive updates, service offerings, and more. Oh my gosh. Let's click the link. All right. You're selling your soul to the Mario Brothers. Also, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse also has a number that I texted, 
and I got connected with the spider people. I don't remember what it was called. I'll check in a second. The spider <gasps> guild. I can add my contact info, and they'll add me all this stuff. Bro, ah. they're gonna sell it, bro. Don't 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 let don't let them sell. Hey, man, don't don't you be selling my number to no government agency ah. or something. Uh, what was it? Spider Society. That's what it was the called. Spider Society. Oh my gosh. Yep. All right. So. Would you agree the voice, how they handled the voice was was well done? Yeah, I would overall. agree. I thought it worked. I really, I heard a lot of people and their thoughts were, I don't think I could listen to the authentic Mario voice, like from the games. For that long. For an hour and a half. Yeah. For two hours. I And I was like, that I don't think I could either. Oh, ho, ho, Luigi, a, I gotta go get him. There's... There's a reason that they only talk so much in and the And most of, most of the things in the games are grunts. Or like... Ugh. If there's Ooh. long sentences, it's typed out on a page. Like it's like it's like yeah, it's a old, box. Yeah. yeah, it's a little box, yeah. and it just yeah, and all it is is Mario going oh, like as uh-huh. he's talking. Yeah, it's like The Sims, mm-hmm. but not a made up language. So okay, so okay, now let's talk about how the movie looked and how it felt, because mm-hmm. both of us, while we you know we're old enough to appreciate all the Easter eggs and stuff we saw. We are not the original Mario gang. Yeah. But I grew up on Super Mario Baseball. I grew up on Super Mario Strikers. I grew up on uh, uh, Mario Party games, Mario Kart. That was a lot of my childhood was playing those kind of games. Yeah, I had. um, I've talked about this before. I had a Game Boy Color. Mm. And it was like the, the big chunky boy. Yeah. Um, it was my dad's, and so I've played Tetris on that. I played the old one of the old Ninja Turtles games on it. I play. I had um, one of the the '90s Super Mario games mm. on it, and that was the most interesting thing because it was so hard. But it was one of the games before Peach was introduced. Oh, so I had that game, and then we got a, my sisters and I got a Game Boy Advanced. And we got Super Mario Bros. 2. Oh. And yeah. so it was the the difference was drastic. Yeah. It was crazy. And then my first game I ever got for GameCube. So we got a GameCube. Mm-hmm. First game we got with it was Mar- uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. Uh-huh. The, what, so like, pro- arguably the best oh, iteration of Mario Kart. 100%. Yeah. But like that's like that was the extent of my my Mario Kart no- my Mario knowledge was that Game Boy Color, that Super Mario Bros. 2, and Mario Kart Double Dash. Yeah. I didn't know, like, that there was Super Mario Bros. Soccer, or I didn't know that there was um, the Olympics with uh, Sonic until I got a right, DS. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that that Mario was this bigger than... Like, I just didn't know because I wasn't old enough to know. And right, exactly. Because, like, nobody in my family really But you knew. grew up on Mario, you but would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. So, as far as the movie itself, how did it look? How did it feel to you? Personally, I thought it looked awesome. Yeah. The 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 animation was great. I didn't feel like it looked weird. It didn't feel weird. It felt like it was just a good... Watchable is, is not enough of a word to say, but yeah. it's like, a, I'm watching this and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. There was not much to pick apart as far as you know, what you know about the Mario world. Like, I I loved that they had in the war room or whatever where mm-hmm. the Toad uh, toad army was gathered. Yeah. Uh, they had the map of the whole kingdom, mm-hmm. and it looked like every... Every game map. Yeah, every yeah. game map ever. It was a great touch and stuff. 
and how it was there was nothing that was not as it should have been yeah you know the the only thing that seemed slightly out of place now was the bowser and the little penguin invasion of the capital and him getting the the star and stuff prepared to wait that was but a taste of our fury yes that that scene hilarious great for the trailer seemed a little out of place in the overall scheme of the movie yeah but it introduced that bowser he I had think, the yeah. thing and did all it that shows stuff. that he's doing it well it shows him getting the thing that's that is that is the point is yeah. it shows him getting the, getting the, the star, star yeah but it just it felt just slightly out of place for the overall way the movie felt but that's that's yeah. really it uh Loved the references to Mario Kart mm-hmm. um, when they thought they were going to die in Kong land mm-hmm. off the ramp. And then the the paraglider Oof. comes out and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Rainbow Road. Mm. Oh, great. I love that Mario was a short king. Short king. <laughs> Hilarious. It, no, they, I think that it was funny because it was just like you're sitting there and you're like, well, he's so small and tiny. And then yeah. but you actually get to watch him like. It makes the mushroom make a little bit more sense. Like it's not like yes. he's grow. He's not like he's a normal size, and he's the same size as Peach. And then he grows like, I'm now Donkey Kong size. Right. It's like no, like oh. he's short, and then he he grows to no- pretty much normal. And size. just an even bigger thing is that he hates mushrooms. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Down the hatch, <laughs> exactly. Oh, so good. All right. So you would say it looks good. Looks great. Any complaints other than not really? It just looks good. Like that's the thing. Yeah. It, it's it wasn't too nostalgic. Yeah. And it, but it was nostalgic enough. I was talking to somebody uh, earlier in the week that uh, it is the perfect on ramp for new Mario fans. Yeah. Like f- now, they're gonna have more movies that are gonna come out about this. They're gonna have super probably, Smash Bros. Oh my gosh, please! I think that would be amazing one uh, day. Yeah. So, but uh, I thought it was. I think it's a great on ramp for new Mario fans. But it was also a great continuation of anybody who is a Mario fan. Oh, yeah. The only people that might have been like, mm, this is dumb, are people that probably wouldn't be at this movie theater anyway, yeah. unless they're grandparents uh, or great-grandparents at this point Ooh. of kids. Yeah. So, but I thought it w- w- uh, looked good as well. All right. Mm, sorry, I'm looking at this website. It's just so detailed. It, I know. <gasps> it's great. Upcoming locations, Austin, Texas, New York, New York, Boston, Massachusetts, Los Angeles, California, and San Francisco. Oh, I wonder if those are con dates. That'd be really cool. It's a van tour. Oh. So I think those are, I'm Bro, betting those are con dates. That's awesome. That'd be cool. Or no, that doesn't make sense. March 20th through the 20th. That doesn't make sense. I'm very confused. Oh, well, anyways. So we'll get to Mario and Luigi talking about them, but let's talk about some of the more... They were the lead characters, but they were not the title characters. Yeah. Let's talk about Peach. So yeah. Peach gets the the mega power up in this movie. Mm-hmm. She goes from being the damsel in distress that Mario always saves from Bowser's castle at the yep. end of Mario or any story of Mario uh, to she's she's teaching Mario the the what to the how's what's yeah. and cheering him on from mm-hmm. the side. Yes. But at no point was she the damsel in distress. Yeah. She always... Everything's according to her plan. Yeah. She always seemed to have the upper hand, especially when it came to, spoiler alert, Bowser and Peach's wedding. The wedding. The wedding. It was a wedding and the the, the, the turtle thing was marrying the beautiful girl and the... the Yeah. So (laughs) I I thought that the, the Peach stuff was... 
<laughs> I thought it was it was it was refreshing. Yeah. And it wasn't overdone because it very well could have been I'm the woman, I'm in charge. It was not that. It was I'm the princess, but I'm actually a humble it she seemed like a humble princess. She was she I think and that was the thing I think Peach understood that there was no way that the toads could win. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that's kind of the mo- the whole point is they're always it's there always like, the thing. Yeah, they're like the toads can't win themselves. Mm-hmm. The 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 mushroom kingdom will fall to Bowser mm-hmm. if we don't get help. Yeah, and so the fact that Mario comes in and she's like, "Wait, you're a human too. You're you can help me. Like like right. come on, you're coming yeah. with me." And it's like a and she she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna." What's funny? She's like, "You're gonna you're gonna show me what you got." And then she she shows him what she's got. Like she's mm-hmm. like. I'm gonna show show you how to do this. Yeah, and it's less of a you're proving yourself to me. It's more of a I'm prepping you because we need all the help we can get. Right. So come with us. And here's kudos to the story of Peach. Peach grew up with mm-hmm. the with the toads. Yeah, she was made the princess. But in growing up with the toads, she became skilled. Right. Yeah. She went from being a, a little baby mm-hmm. on a pacifier to where she is now. Um. Definitely not the Ray Skywalker situation, okay? Where she's, oh, I'm a scavenger on uh, Jada or whatever Jabba Jada Jaku Jaku on Jaku to I'm a Jedi Master. It was she became, and I'm sure that's a topic for another time. That'll be a topic for another. But time. I ha- yeah. I just have to say that I appreciated that it yeah. wasn't Peach just became this mega amazing thing. Yeah, she grew up and. This is her world. She's lived it. She knows it well. And I thought that was a great addition to yeah. her character. I thought it was really funny that um and spoiler, if you if you really don't want any spoilers for the movie, just stop listening now. Probably should have um, stopped listening a while ago. Yeah, but yeah. But um I thought it was really funny because when they go to get the the donkey army, mm-hmm. um, and they go to get the the Kong army. There we go. Yeah. Sorry. I yeah. was like, I keep thinking Donkey. Um the Kong army. And they're standing there, and and Cranky Kong is like, yeah, you can fight my son. I'm like, and in my head, and I can't remember, maybe there was something that I just missed, but I was like, why is, for the sake of the movie, Mario is fighting. Mm -hmm. For the sake of the plot, I feel like Peach should be fighting. (laughs) Yeah. And it just made a little bit more sense with the sake of lore and, and history. For the sake of the movie, I'm okay with dispel it like yeah giving up i think i think i think what it was was um there was something that was said basically peach was pleading with the king mm. that he hey, sent like, his army for the good of yeah. everybody and i think the king knows enough of peach that he understands that she's got some talent or she something. actually could yeah and then mario puts his foot down and stands up and says we are not leaving here until we get the Kong they army. They got my brother. Exactly. All that stuff. Yeah. They got my brother in a cage over there. I, we need your army to get the... Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, no, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. I agree, though. Peach actually was was very, like, able to take care of herself. She mm-hmm. was ready to, to, like, whether or not Mario came back from the dead or not. Right in a, in a moment, like yeah. she was ready to stop Bowser during that or give, wedding, or give her life, or yeah, or like she was not gonna let what was coming 
down without a fight. And exactly. so, so I thought that was really great. There's a, there's a moment, and I kept seeing the trailers, and I kept seeing it uh, in in the movie it happened. Um, but she's got like, she's got a halberd in her hand, <laughs> and I just thought that was the funniest thing. I was like, that's, I mean, okay, that's oh that's gosh. pretty metal, but yeah. dope. Peach with a halberd. Hey, come on, it it all worked out. It all worked out. So Peach but, definitely a highlight yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Now let's turn our attention to the best character of the whole movie, Jack Black. Lumily. No. Oh. <laughs> very funny. Very funny. Great moments of humor. Um, very dark. Oh, extremely very dark. dark. But the best character in the movie, Jack Black's rendition of Bowser, the king Bowser. of the Koopas. The, he's the king of the Koopas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Bowser, played by Jack Black, done phenomenally, starts the movie out as an imposing force. Proceeding through the rest of the movie is a weenie Bowser just hoping that Princess Peach will love him. Mm -hmm. And that's that's really his whole character. Mario, Luigi, and Donkey Kong 2. A thousand troops of Koopas couldn't keep me from you. Sorry, I had to... It's, it's great. It's, it's so great. much fun. It, I just love it. Now you need to do the chorus now. Peaches, 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 peaches. I love you. It was good. And what's the sorcerer Koopa's name? I forget. I have no idea. Okay, so the sorcerer Koopa and Bowser have some hilarious moments together, especially the one where the sorcerer Koopa is dressed up as Peach, and then one of the like winged Koopas comes in and like. Uh, sir? And he's like, get out! We're doing stuff in here! Yeah. He's like, she will love you because you're amazing! And he's yeah. like, I hope so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Jack Jack Black knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So with the song Peaches, uh, Jack Black did an interview talking about it, and the idea of the Peaches song was pitched to him. Mm. And there was a bit of an idea about it. And basically... I think he was typecast as the guy who makes silly songs. That makes sense. But he's the guy who makes silly songs. And so they they pitched that little bit of a song to him, and he ran with it and did the whole thing. Did you see that it might get nominated for Best Original Song? At the Grammys? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I, I would love to see Jack Black get up there, because I think normally at the Grammys— At least I think it was a Grammy. Yeah, I mean, it would make mm -hmm. sense to be a Grammy. Either Grammy, an Oscar— that makes sense. I think it was Oscar. Okay. But a Grammy would make sense too because I'm sure they have categories like that. Probably. But could you imagine Jack Black getting up there and doing his rendition on a piano in front of everybody? Because it's only a minute and a half. So it's like, it's not like you can say, well, we don't have time for that. It's like, yeah, it's a minute and a half. That's a speech. Right. What if that was literally just as he said, <laughs> they're like, he just and recites the Jack lyrics. Jack Black for Bowser. In the Super Mario Bros. movie, and then you just the lights go down, it's spotlight, and you, you just, just hear ding ding did it ding. Oh my god. Ding ding did it ding. And then he just that'd be wonderful. I'd love it. It'd be so funny. But um, Jack Black crushes it. He's great. 100%. Honestly, it's a great movie. Uh he he does a great job playing a villain that is so ignorant. Like you always assume that that. Bowser is just like the stereotypical I hate everybody I want to rule the world. Yeah. And in this case it was not so much I hate everybody I want to sort of want to rule the world. It's I just 
I'm already worshipped by these people. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lead them. Peach is amazing. I want to be with Peach. And he's just ignorant. He is dumb. Like, yeah, he's just dumb. It's not even the fact that he's like, I'm going to rule everything. He's like, it's me and Peach. And yeah. It, yeah, because he he's told and he knows. Uh, like even the scene where he shares his master plan with mm -hmm. the Koopas who are partying. Yeah. He's like, now that we have this star, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to marry Princess Peach. And all the Koopas go, what? Huh? Because they're all thinking, we're going to rule. Yeah, and he's and, like, I'm going to marry and, Princess Peach. And then this one of them's like, what if she doesn't want to? It's like, then we're going to take over the Mushroom Kingdom. And they all go, yeah. <laughs> but doesn't, doesn't he die first? Who? The guy who says, what if she says no? Oh, he turns him into a dry bone. He goes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he turns one of the Koopas into a dry bones, which yeah, is funny. Which is really funny. But but yeah, Bowser, ten out of ten, great that villain, Jack, great Jack Black, always. But also like the story of the movie, it's just so good. It is. It's like the way that they end it, and I think like you get this very much like the of uh we've been looked down upon our entire life, and we're trying to prove ourselves. But it's like not even a they set out to prove themselves in any like quest way, right? It's just a, it's two brothers who are like, we're going to, we, we, we have this dream. We want to help people. We want to be good at something. Yeah. We're going to do this thing. And then they get caught up in this adventure mm -hmm. and it's a brother trying to save his other brother from death. Yeah. And then in, in doing so, they also save Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause I mean the whole Mario and Luigi story and the father really presents it well when they're at the family dinner table with the most stereotypical Italian dinner table yeah. you've spaghetti. ever heard. Yeah. It's spaghetti and it's just, hey, did you see that commercial that these boys did? You it's know? terrible. Like, who wears white gloves to do plumbing? It don't I make sense. I thought it was pretty cute. <laughs> exactly. Says the mom. Exactly. All that stuff. It's like, oh, my boys. So, Mario and Luigi story. But the dad sets it up very well when he says, you... You are leading Luigi astray, basically. Yeah. He's like, I'm scared you're going to go down here and bring your brother with you. Exactly. All that stuff. And it's like, well, first of all, geez. Who how says that at the dividend table? Yeah. And how heavy a subject, man. Yeah. Like, the dad, I think the dad was silent the whole time until he was asked what. Mm -hmm. And then he, then he drops the shell and you're like, okay, maybe next time I won't ask. Yeah. Um, but, but it turns out. That's kind of what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, Luigi was brought down. He was down so low, he was almost, spoiler alert, killed in lava. Lava. Until DK lava. comes and winches him back up. Yeah. But, I mean, the story from start to finish. So, Rotten Tomatoes, the consensus uh, critics score, talks about the plot being very thin. And No, it's just simple. It's And that's the thing. It can't be simple. We anymore. live. We live in a complex age. We live in a society. Yeah. Well, it's true. We live in a society. We live in a culture. We live in a cinematic uh, environment where simple is bad. Marvel is simply complex. I would say because it is a simple formula: mm -hmm. superhero, villain, beat the villain. That's really it. And beat add some guy. jokes in there. Yeah. Exactly. All that stuff. It's simple. But the complexities of the story are weaved throughout. Mm -hmm. This is simple, and it's just simple. Mm -hmm. And it's just a good story. It's how many of these 219 reviews are a kid, right? Mm -hmm. The intended audience for the movie. 
Like, if you go back and you look at, like, Toy Story and you look at Toy Story 2, those are kid movies. If any of those are kids, they better have their parents' permission to be on the internet first. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I would love a kid who's a Rotten Tomatoes reviewer <sighs> to review kids' movies, you not know, if it like Shawshank creepy, Redemption or anything. If it wouldn't be creepy, it would be so cool to go to the, the movie theater and interview kids as they come out of um, Super Mario Bros. and be like, can you give your review of, of, of like, tell us what you thought of the movie. Get away from me! <laughs> I thought it was great! Yeah, like the mom is pulling the kid away and the kid's just like, yeah, but but anyway, so Don't talk to strangers. I I I didn't think the th the plot was very thin at all. I thought it was it was I thought I mean, it was a thick crop. Th thick plot crap. I also think it was a thick load of crap, but uh <laughs> no, it it went it went straight on like it yeah. was a very linear progression. It was very clear where we were going, what we were hitting. There were no big twists and turns. It was simple. It was good. And there was enough drama to mm -hmm. keep you in knowing that Mario and Luigi were going to win. Yeah. I mean, and it was fun. It was yeah. just it was just fun. That it, was I think the best part. It was fun. Like we got to sit there with with a friend of our Noah and he was he was here for the cocaine bear episode. Yes. And um and and we just sat there and it was fun. It like, was just refreshing. We're sitting there. Sorry, go ahead. No, it was refreshing to laugh at the star that just loved dark humor. We laughed Do at you want peaches a quote from her. Yes, let's hear one. There is no escape, only the sweet release of death. Yep. So like that, we were bent over laughing. It was just so good. But it was a very enjoyable movie overall. It was it was good. It was not a 57% like we're given on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, absolutely not. I definitely wouldn't give it like 100% or anything like that. That movie was cinema. But if we were to give it a score out of 10, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, superhero movies and kids' movies. Uh, yeah, that ain't cinema. All right. Uh, Stop using cameras on them. Allegedly. Um, but, uh, oh my gosh. So I just looked at this. Uh, the, con the critic consensus says this on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. While it's nowhere near as thrilling as turtle tipping your way to 128 lives, the Super Mario Bros. movie is a colorful, albeit thinly plot, animated adventure that has about as many Nintendos as Nintendon'ts. And I commented earlier in the week that somebody stayed up way too late thinking of that mm -hmm. phrase, and the audience consensus woohoo, mm -hmm. with an exclamation point. Um, and that sums it up pretty well. So funny thing, I just looked up Martin Scorsese for Super Mario's mm -hmm. and I see a, an article from 2016 that says, what if Martin Scorsese directed a Super Mario's brother movie? Oh my gosh, that'd be like the horror version of Winnie the Pooh. And the thing that is on here is a picture of Mario and Luigi in matching suits, but with their hats and their mustaches, and then oh, it's the shooting Koopas. Uh, it's the Pulp Fiction yeah. Uh, meme. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's pretty good. That that looks like that reminds me of like T-shirts that are sold down at some like sketchy boardwalk mm -hmm. on like the Jersey Shore or the beach or something. Hey, you think these are sh these shirts are supposed to <laughs> these shirts are supposed to be made this way? Nobody knows he's selling those shirts. It's hey, I am the Lord, and what I say goes because Pulp Fiction and all that. But all right, so if we were to give it a score out of ten each. Mm -hmm. uh, we're laying it out on the table. You know, what is our out of 10 score? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it a seven. 
Well, I'm self-conscious about my scores now because you laid out how I do my scoring the other day. Uh, so you, you score high. That's it. That's, I, that's just, that's, I don't like making people feel bad about being creative and doing yes, creative work. Yes, I know. So, um, but, but unless it's trash, you got it. Well, if it's trash, trash, then it's like, like well, anything allegedly made by the rock. Yeah. Trash, trash. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, the only thing that the rock could possibly be good in is Avatar The Last Airbender and that's as the boulder, but. Oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious. Well, that's what it, it, the character was based off of him. <laughs> that's why it's called the Boulder. The Boulder feels a little bad about finding a li- fighting a little blind girl. The Boulder no longer feels conflicted. The Boulder is conflicted. <laughs> oh my gosh, so good. All right, out of 10. Anyways, out of 10, you them I would probably give it an 8. Yes. Because okay. it's a fun movie. I enjoyed it. The plot makes me feel good. It, it's a good, I, like, I'm excited to leave that movie and say, you know what? Let's do something. Let's do something good. Let's save some Koopas. Yeah. I'm going to amend my score because I think just 10 points of scoring is a little, not, it's not enough. So I'm going to add a decimal, I'm going to add decimals in mine. Okay. So I'm doing seven, one, seven point one. It was good. You just went from seven to seven point one. It was good. That's it. Because I I feel like I could say a seven here and then a seven later, mm-hmm. and I, in my heart they're two different they're two different sevens. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Exactly. So seven one versus seven nine. Yeah, good. But it's gonna take a lot to get above a nine for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to be Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania to get above a nine for Tyler. Yeah, it was it was nine point one for sure. It was it was a good it was a really good movie. And I I thought it was great. So I I stand by that. But. We we've done it. We've reviewed Super Mario Bros. We have, yeah. So, how, how do you want to close us out here, Nicholas Quickless? Well, I would just like in, bet, in honor. In I honor, bet you, I bet you, I don't know where this is going. Already. In honor of the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Oh, that is not where I thought it was going. I am a Jedi, as my father before me. Check back next time for our thoughts on Return of the King after its 20th anniversary. Yeah. See you soon, guys.